This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. We are brought to you by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling systems. Daryl, as we get closer to Sunday and the Browns battle with the Rams on Sunday afternoon, it looks like all signs are pointing towards Joe Flacco having an influence in this game. Why does that sound fair? Especially knowing what's going on with Dorian Thompson-Robinson and concussion protocol. Yeah, uh, we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be this week, which is fantastic. Um, (laughs) We've said this about 150 times since 1999 (laughs) when it comes to the starting quarterback. Oh, I thought you were going to say we've been saying that since 150 times since the beginning of the season. Oh, well, since Kevin Stefanski took over, it's about 50 times. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, don't know. Uh, Alex Van Pelt said on Thursday that uh, on a scale of one to five arm strength, uh, Flacco's a five. Everyone's really excited about his arm strength. And if I had a dollar for every time I heard that, so I, I just, I can't make too much of that. Cause that just seems to be like the standard statement arm strength is great. You know what I mean? Like I just, I can't make much of it. So, um, but yeah, this will be the second time since 1999. If Flacco starts that the Browns have had to use four starting quarterbacks in a season This is already the 10th time since 1999 as I pull up my Cleveland Browns bleep sheet. Uh, Here it is on my iPad. Uh, It has all the the starting quarterback statistics since 1999. Wow. Uh, That looks like an Our Lads depth chart. Well, yeah, because I got tired of looking this crap up every year. (laughs) Every week? Yeah. I mean, so what happened was I started this about 10 years ago. Because I just got tired of looking up the quarterback stuff and the coaching stuff, you you know, every year and multiple times every year. So I came up with my own Browns bleep sheet of uh, quarterback and coaching statistics. So uh, Joe Flacco will be starter number 37 since 1999. He'll be the fourth starter uh, this season. I, I'm going to see how good you are. And no Googling right now, Andy. Okay. And no checking my X feed either, because I I just realized I posted this on X. Can you name the year 
that the Browns started four quarterbacks? And can you give me the four quarterback names? Uh, I want to say it was a Ken Dorsey year. Uh, you wrong? would be correct. It, okay. it is a Ken, Ken Dorsey is one. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski was probably the last quarterback. Boom. That year. You, you're hot. You're hot right now. Um, I'm trying to remember who the starting quarterback was at the beginning of the year, though. That's the problem. I, was it Brian Hoyer? I don't uh, think a former Browns first round pick. Oh, Brandon Whedon. They traded for him. For quarterback? Yeah. Um, Gave up a first round pick. Uh, it wasn't Baker. 22nd overall. Uh, 20, oh, uh, oh, oh, Brady the Quinn. Fund kid. Brady Quinn. Brady yes, Quinn. Yes, the trust fund kid. Yes. Uh, and then can you give me the fourth? You got three of the four. Give me the four. Oh, man. So oh, this is an easy one. Two he, from Ohio. He, I'm he had one good season and made the Pro Bowl. Uh, he's tall, dude. Um, yes, he is tall. Uh, oh, it's not Brandon Whedon. It's, uh, I'm looking at him. It's, uh, he's not the guy that wait, Whedon got caught underneath the flag, right? It Correct. was, uh, initials. Oh my God. Derek Anderson. Yes. 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 Now yes. can you get now, Okay. So you got, so we, we walked you through the four quarterbacks. Now can I can't you tell remember me the, the year, year now. I know you were going to ask me the year seven. All right. I'm going to give you a hint. Okay. Well, you know, kids will be kids. Oh, come on. This is a layup. That's not, that was said, that was said by the head coach in training camp. It's one of the famous quotes since 1999. Kids will be kids. I don't give me the year. I'm done playing. 2008. That was after Braylon. Oh, I said seven. Braylon Edwards seven. got stepped on in uh, training camp. Remember that? And uh, hurt his foot. And that started the spiral of hell. I can't uh, believe I got all four quarterbacks. You got I, all four. Because it, it's the Ohio tie guys that I always remember. I always remember Brady. I remember Greg Kowski. I'm really proud of you. You got all, you nailed all four. I feel of them. good. I feel you good. Should. I, and it's always game day in Cleveland. Thanks for watching today. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening on the I'm done, man. It's not going to get any better than that. <laughs> You're spent. I wore you out just with that one question. <laughs> I'm done. It's not like I was going to ask good you question. to name all, right, all so, 36. Uh, and then I I was going to ask you to name all 36 starting quarterbacks since 1999. I mean, I, yeah, could, I we would, that would that. be the entire podcast of you trying to figure them so, out. So, I think the other thing I heard that is if uh, Flacco starts this week. He'll be the 51st quarterback to start this year alone in the league. Yeah, it's it's been crazy. Yes. And uh, Kevin Stefanski spoke about it um, on I think it was Wednesday, Andy, uh, where he, you know, he was asked just in general uh, about just what a cluster mess of a situation this has been for the Browns this year. And uh, I'm pulling up the quote, but, um, you know, he just said, you see it across the league. This year is no different. There's a lot of backup quarterbacks that are playing. We're no different. We have a certain standard we play by as an offense, as a team, and it doesn't really uh, change based on who's in there. And let's be honest with you. Yeah, it. I think the expectations can change based on. So, Darrell, read that again, because we had a listener call us out on that today, because I thought exactly what you just said. I was like. How does it not change? 
based on who the quarterback is. Read it again. There's a word in there that gives him a little flexibility. Yeah, he says, we're no different. We have a certain standard that we play by as an offense, as a team, and it doesn't really change based on who's in there. Yeah, standard and not style. Right. Very Phelpsian. This is a very Phelpsian conversation because Jeff will avoid things sometimes, I think, when he changes words. And he always gives him a place to get – he gives himself a place to get out. What did our parents tell us growing up about speaking? Choose your words carefully. That's true. And Jeff is very meticulous of what he does. Right. And and that's why you have to pay attention because, see, Kevin Stefanski is one of those guys. Like, and and look, I get it. You know, I hear him talk about 100 times a year or whatever. Uh, And he – the – the thing with Kevin is he doesn't give you anything he doesn't want to give you. Very rarely does he misspeak, if that makes sense. Absolutely. No, right? I get it. He does not misspeak. Um, and so you actually you have to really pay attention to what he says because sometimes he will tell you something without just coming out and, t- and saying it. And, and that look, that, I mean, that, that's an art form. Uh, is uh, one of my mentors used to tell me when I was young, Daryl, you need to tell someone to go bleep themselves without actually telling them to go bleep themselves. Um, and that Paul, is, Paul and that Silas, is, rest and, his soul, said the same thing. Right, that, and and that, that is a skill that uh, I have had to to master uh, in life. But eventually, I you know, <clears throat> every once in a while, I slip and I just say go bleep yourself. But you know, for the most part, I you know, I I feel like I'm pretty diplomatic uh, <clears throat> when I have disagreements with folks, but. Um, you know, he is very, uh, careful in what he says, how he says it. And, um, I, I just feel like his message is, look, you know, I can't sit up here and make excuses because the fans don't want to hear that, but the excuses really are real. Like, and we, you would ask me on the, on the show about, you know, uh, Kevin and the hot seat and things like that. And there is no hot seat right now. How can there be a hot seat? Now, was I very unhappy and did I vehemently disagree Sunday night with his approach in Denver? Absolutely. And I didn't hold back. Um, Do I disagree with some of his play calls from time to time? Absolutely. But see, that's not a fireable offense, Andy. You know, well, hang on. Do me a favor, Daryl. Hang on to that thought because I want to bring that back up here in a second. So we'll come back. We'll talk about that. Can you be mad at Kevin Stefanski and not want him fired? I think Bronze fans find themselves in a weird situation. Plus, we got to talk about DTR. We got to talk about Miles Garrett. That's all coming up. It's always game day in Cleveland. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is always game day in Cleveland, right, Daryl? Yes, it is. Yep. And uh, just a quick reminder, mobile sports betting has been legal here in the state of Ohio since January. BetQL wants to help you make the most informed bets possible. See all of today's best bets by heading to BetQL.com or download the BetQL app where you can claim a free three-day trial today. Head to BetQL.com slash news slash 92.3 The Fan where you can get all those exclusive sportsbook offers. All right, he is Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Daryl, I left you with this question. Can you be mad at Kevin Stefanski and still want him to be the head coach and maybe even think about an extension at the end of the season? Absolutely. Yeah. Why, why not? Like, I, I feel like, like with fans, the default is always fire the coach. And I, 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 I certainly understand that because of what the Browns have been through and especially under the Haslam ownership group, but let's give the Haslam some credit here. Um, not that they've had any reason to make a coaching change, because in my view, under Kevin Stefanski, they've had no reason to make a coaching change. I want to make that clear. But, you know, um, he's, uh, per, you know, he's the longest tenured coach under their ownership. You know, l- let's be honest about it. This is year four for him. He's got one more year left on his contract. Um, I think he should get a contract extension. But yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't mean that I can't disagree with things that Kevin does. but. To me, always falling back into, well, get him out of here. Go get another head coach. Like, look what's going on in Carolina right now. And and David Tepper, who fired yet another coach in the middle of the season. I think he's about to hire his, like, seventh coach since buying that team. Like, it's ridiculous. Uh, And you can't build a program when you do that. Look, I I think that, um, and, and I saw this stat on X. I forget what account published it so i apologize for not giving the 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 proper credit but kevin stefanski is three wins shy of matching bill belichick and if they win sunday or i should say um once he gets there right once they get to that 10 he will have done it in a shorter amount of time you're you're saying as brown's head coach let's just make sure yeah 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 as brown's head coach right now i'm not sitting here saying that kevin stefanski is bill belichick 2.0 but what I am saying is when you consider, and I'm going to go back to the quarterback sheet for a second, Andy. Okay, I'm listening. When you go and consider, this is what Kevin Stefanski has had to deal with. Uh, in the 2020 season, Baker Mayfield won 11-5. and five, Okay, that was the only year Kevin Stefanski got to have one single quarterback. 2021. And three yards away from the AFC Championship. Right. Baker Mayfield, 6-8. and eight. Case Keenum, 2-0. and oh. Nick Mullins, 0-1. Oh 2022, Jacoby Brissett, four and seven, Deshaun Watson, three and three. 2023, uh, I actually, I think I have to adjust. I, I didn't uh, adjust these. I, I think PJ Walker's two and two. Dorian Thompson Robinson is one and two. And I think Deshaun went five and one. Does that all add up? I, cause that's the one I didn't, I didn't, uh, I had yet to edit uh, an update this year. So I got to make sure that math adds up. You got five and one, one and two. And two and two. Does that get us to? So, no, I'm off on something. Oh, uh, so DTR must be one and one. I'm sorry. So and uh, let's see here. And PJ is PJ is one and two. PJ does not get the credit. 
and that gets me to the seven and four. Okay, so I, I made a mistake. P.J. Walker doesn't get – because Deshaun, even though it was P.J. Walker that helped them win that game in Indianapolis, because Deshaun started, Deshaun gets credit for that win. Correct. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so Deshaun, five and one. Uh, P.J., one and two, and DTR is one and one. And then you're looking at Joe Flacco potentially having to start. So, like, just for a moment, step back and think about that alone. That is, let's see. So, Baker, uh, Case, Nick, Jacoby, Deshaun, DTR, PJ, and now off the street on November 16, Joe Flacco. So, that's eight quarterbacks. In four years, the Kevin Stefanski will have had to start. And that, and 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 I'll go a step further, Andy. It's actually eight quarterbacks in three years that he has had to start, including Baker Mayfield, because Baker obviously he started the full um uh 20 uh 20 or whatever. So um like that's not easy to to deal with as a head coach and a play caller when you're just constantly going through these things. And again, I'm not here to carry water for Kevin Stefanski, but I, I do have to be fair and objective. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought the game plan in Denver was garbage. They, they it, it should have been sweat flipped. You know, they should have run it 30 times with deep. What would you say? Eight times on first down. Yeah. Like, I mean, um, so, but Kevin's had a lot to deal with here. And here's the other thing. Remember all those stories that used to come out about the Browns, right? Every Sunday, it was like every Sunday morning, we had to wake up and see the latest hit piece from a national reporter. Yeah, the drama pieces. Right, uh, on the dumpster fire. that We haven't had one of those in years. No, I haven't heard from Mike Lombardi in at least more than a year, right? But my point is, is under the Barry Stefanski regime, we've had none of that. It had again. We can sit here and debate roster moves and lineups and play calls and things like that, but we've had adults in the room running the building, right? Let let, let you know. There's a lot. There's a lot less drama, right? Like, really? I mean, that's right. And it, the drama it, is who's playing now. It's not correct. about well, so and so doesn't. Who's like fighting so-and-so with who behind yeah. the scenes? Who's running to Jimmy Haslam's office to 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 cry and kiss ass and save their you know backside and all that kind of stuff? Although you when you have, have seven any. wins, when you have seven wins, those stories tend to go away too. Of course, when you get closer to five hundred and under five hundred, that's when everything starts to explode. Well, but but here's the thing though: they had an eight and nine and a seven and ten season, right? Right. Did we hear any stories about things behind the scenes and what a dumpster fire it was? Other than no. some tidbits about what was going on with Baker Mayfield, no. And and again, that just goes to the maturity within the organization. So I, I guess my whole point of that whole tangent that I was on, Andy, to fans is it's not perfect. There, But there's a lot of ancillary stuff that has happened here that typically has not only derailed seasons, but derailed the organization. And with Stefanski here, it it hasn't happened. He's been able to keep the train on the tracks, keep the family business in the family, both him and Andrew Barry. So uh, I, um, regardless of, even if this season goes south, and there is a chance, 
right? I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have a starting quarterback right now. Don't mm-hmm. know how effective Miles Garrett's going to be. Denzel Ward is banged up. We don't know if he's going to be available this week. As we record this podcast, he didn't practice on Wednesday. We don't know if he, he uh, you know, practiced Thursday just yet. But that's an issue. Like, you know, and then the cornerstones are out. Deshaun and Chubb and Conklin, right? You're, you're missing vital cornerstones to this team, yet they're holding it together. And I think Kevin, maybe not coach of the year stuff here, but I think Kevin deserves some credit and some respect from fans for holding this thing together in spite of just all of the negativity uh, that has happened, especially in regards to injury, because I think I told you this privately off the air because I didn't want to say it publicly because I didn't want to put the bad vibe out there. Sure. But I said the only way this season goes south for the Cleveland Browns is if they just get decimated with injuries. And guess what's happened to them? They have been decimated with injuries, but here we sit on November 30th as we record this podcast. They are 7-4 and four in 100% control of their destiny to make the playoffs. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about writing and football and some ethical stuff that's out there. We're going to do that next. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Brought to you locally by Smiley One and Bryant, Northeast Ohio's premier heating and cooling systems. Daryl, I just want to get your case or your 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 take on a story that came out this week about. Um, using AI to write stories. Um, as bad as it sounds, uh, and there's an, I don't know. I, should we say the publication that's getting named or no, you tell me, Daryl. Um, everyone knows it's, it's sports illustrated. So the accusations have been levied against let's be clear. I think the hard part is, is when you put a name to it, if it's a fictitious name, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, I do see a tiny bit of value with AI sports writing, and I can I'll tell you where it is in a second. Um, but the thought of putting someone's name or picture that doesn't exist, I that's wow, man. That's we're heading down a bad, bad well, road you're you're case. seeing the impact and and there's there was the entertainment strikes that happened this year with both the writers and the actors, the two separate strikes in Hollywood there. Uh AI was a big central sticking point. Right. Um you know, because the technology is out there. I'll use, I'll use Star Wars as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie, uh, Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, they were able to CGI uh, her in some scenes to make her young. Uh, for instance, uh, in Rogue One, they were able to CGI her to make her look like she did back when the original Star Wars were filmed. Sure. So that they could tie that particular offshoot movie into the original trilogy. Right. The general, and, too. The general, right. The general. And, I, and I feel like that there is, the when, again, like every technology, when it's used properly, there it, it, it has great use. <laughs> now. I mean, it's fiction, so I don't see anything right. wrong with that there. But here's the thing. Here's where it comes into play, though. However... CGIing her likeness, she should still, in my view, she should still be compensated for that. Sure. And they use her voice too. Right. right? So and even if you're because you're able to auto-tune voices now too, which is really scary. 
because they're you know they call them deep fake. I believe the terminology is deep fakes. That's what mm. I, especially in the political sphere, right? Where right. you try and you put something out uh, alleging that someone says a prominent figure that. said something, and it turns out no, they didn't really say that, even though it looks and sounds like they did, because a deep fake has been created, and that is an irresponsible way of using AI, in my view. But my whole thing is um, with actors in that. If you're going to use AI to make a, a particular actor younger, right, to take years off of them, you're going to use their likeness, you're going to use their voice or their cadence and, and things like that, then that actor or their estate or their family uh, for posthumous situations should 100% be compensated, okay? AI should not be used as a way to prevent those content creators from receiving their fair share of things, if that makes sense. So in future Absolutely. Star Wars, now that Carrie Fisher has passed away um, to, to you know recreate Princess Leia, then you either need to find another actress to play that role. Or if you do the CGI thing, then I, then it's my view that, that Carrie Fisher's estate or, you know, whoever's in charge of her, uh, you know, financials, you know, post her passing, should be compensated for use of her likeness, sure, uh, and things like that. Um, I I I use AI a little bit hmm. at times um, for, for. Uh, transcribing, but because it does kind of speed up the process sometimes, mm -hmm. but it also can slow up the process because you still have to go out and you still have to go back and you have to proof to make sure that that is correct, that that is what that person said. Because the cardinals, one of the big cardinal sins that you never, ever do in this business when you're writing is misquote someone. You never, ever, you or can't, that, like that's an absolute, you cannot misquote somebody. Right. Um, and you have to make sure that what you write is what they said. Um, so yeah, there are, in my view, applications, but to use AI to just write stories, it's the opinion pieces that it. get me a little, a little worked up. Like, I don't know yeah. how you could let AI write an opinion piece with a fake name and a fake picture that go along with it. Yeah. There is a place where AI is okay. And I'll tell you where it is. There is an app called game changer that's out okay. there. And basically what it is, is it keeps stats and it keeps score for parents who can't be at their kids' games. And so one of the parents will keep score. And what's interesting is over the years, <clears throat> and I've seen it grow, that it started printing out game stories after these kids' games. Oh, okay. And all, I mean, really, if you think about it, those and they use a real basic shell. It's like Mad Libs, right? Add adjective here. Put name here. And all it's doing is, is interpreting the box score and using the timing of um, – of statistics and timing of actions in a game and writing a game story on it. Little Billy hit a two run homer bottom of the six and the Falcons win the game. And it'll be like Falcons paced by little Billy is the headline. Mm -hmm. And all it's doing is churning stats and putting them in a readable format. And as long as you don't put a name to that, I don't think that that like, that's not a big guy. I like, or if, or if you deal. label it and say, this is an auto generated, story cool. yeah i don't know that they did that now you're making me look I, I i like i know right away when i read it i can see it says 
you know, team, but, hey, Andy, generic team, pace by. Please don't give our bosses any ideas. I enjoy being employed. Well, I do too, but those things have no <laughs> – I mean, they have no personal. Well, you know what you know what's going on in 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 our business now is the AI doing radio voice tracking. But again, you can't. How do you get to opinion there? You 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 misunderstand what I'm well, saying. Well, I'm just saying I, I'm against do, AI like, replacing human beings doing our jobs. <laughs> yes, no, I get that part, and maybe. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure you don't want AI hosting from 10 to 2 uh, weekdays on 92.3 The Fan for you, do you? No, I don't. But what I don't understand is how you can have an opinion. Like, right. a, a computer can't have an opinion. Well, you'd be amazed. I just think it's it's not right and it's wrong. Andy I mean, Baskin is just, an he, idiot. <laughs> well, that's easy. All right. Well, maybe AI is not so stupid after all. But no, I, I, I think that there are legitimate ethical concerns uh, and with the SI allegations, you know, cause they are allegations. The yeah. publication has denied that this happened, even though there has been some evidence presented publicly that would contradict what the publication is saying. But I, I, again, technology is, is wonderful when it's used properly. Um, I, I got to be honest with you. Um, I'm looking forward to my uh, Target and Giant Eagle uh, Christmas parties for cashiers and baggers um, because we're doing it ourselves, right? They're not oh, paying for anyone. Sure. And, uh, you know, one of my things. No, I, in I, fact, I, they're I making money on it. They're making money because they're charging you for the bags now. Right. And And here's the thing. I don't stop and let them check my receipt. I don't. Hey, you know what? If I miss something, well, that's your fault. You didn't properly train me. <laughs> See ya. Is that true? Huh? You don't stop. No, I just keep going. Now, what do they I, say? Now, I, what are they going to do? I, I just keep going because it's like, first of all, I don't try and steal anything. I pay for what right. I, I, right. I buy. There's a camera right there watching me. Like, I, I have to watch myself ringing my stuff out, right? So, why do I need to stop and get checked? You got the camera right there. Go to the video replay. There so, you go. You know, but um, we all need to walk around with red flags. Just right. like the commercial. <laughs> challenge. I want to challenge that purchase. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I shouldn't have worn the same outfit as you. But right. um, yeah, I so I I just there are uh in my view, uh good purposes and uses for AI when it's used correctly, but when you're you know using it to do radio voice tracking or you're using it to publish articles. And purporting that those are human written by humans and they're not like, I just think that that is that, that to me crosses an ethical line and, and see what the, a lot of these actors were, were concerned about was, okay. So, and especially today in the CGI world, right. I'm going to use Marvel movies as an example, because a lot of what Marvel does involves CGI and AI. And so if they hire Chris Pratt, to you know to, to play a role and they're scanning him for so they can do all the effects and things around him right mm-hmm. well then the computer has all that information and then guess what he's out millions of dollars for the next role because then they can just well we already have him digital we have a digital uh, we we already have a digital chris pratt so now what you're doing is you're taking future work away from a guy or a, a woman you see what I'm saying? Totally get it, Daryl. And, totally and, and, and so that's that is a, again where 
Um, and I, I don't know the contract that they agreed to, but I'm, I'm sure that the, the actors have been satisfied that that won't be abused, right? That, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sign you to, for $10 million to play a part, Andy, in this movie. And we're going to end up doing three sequels to that movie, but guess what? I'm not going to hire you to appear in any of those sequels because I already have, have, have your voice and your body and your mannerism, everything you're, you've been digitized. Right. Because you, uh, and so now <clears throat> I'm going to be able to make hundreds of millions of dollars on a movie without having you to, to having to pay you for appearing. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just thinking, I was watching gone with the wind two days ago and I was like, it didn't really end. I know they wrote, <laughs> it didn't end. So how about an ending? And I'm like, well, everybody except for the baby's dead, right? But so here's the here's the thing that's really weird too, is how right Hollywood has gotten things. Like look at the Star Trek from the '60s, right? The true watches and the the phones and the flat screen monitors and computers and all that, right? Mm -hmm. Like the the imagination it took that's come to fruition. By the way, we have Skynet now. I don't think people understand like really what's going on in like in the world globally. And I know this, this is getting like a, deep, Daryl. This is like we have right now we have Skynet. You know who built Skynet? Elon Musk. Starlink. That's what Skynet is. And so like hopefully because there are lessons to be learned from a lot of movies. Right. And, right. and the imaginations like again, technology is great when it's used properly. But like. I mean, it, it, it was crazy. I, you know, I'm a big fan of the Terminator series. And uh, when I was in Seattle, I got to go to the Pop Culture Museum. And they had the Terminator robot there, which was, so I took a picture with it. <laughs> it was so cool. But like, to think that that concept, right, of Skynet and machines taking over and things like that, seeing the technology that's being developed with AI it's scary to say, Andy, but it that's not it doesn't seem implausible to me all of a sudden that this could happen in real life. We're all gonna get sucked in by flying cars and then we'll, and all this other stuff's gonna go on on the outside. Daryl, it's always game day in Cleveland for our producer Meredith Kane. Thanks for listening. We'll be back for a post-game edition immediately following, or maybe an hour or so, right after the game against the Rams. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. Thank you, Meredith. It's always game day in Cleveland.